Welcome to The Midnight Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Easton Bennett, alongside my fellow co-host, Tyler Sinden. We are both entrepreneurs who are learning, growing, and building our own businesses. Our goal is to share our experience and knowledge to help you grow and become a successful entrepreneur. Strap in. Before we get started, if you have any questions or things you'd like us to cover, you can email us at midnightentrepreneur at gmail.com. If you'd like to join our business discord where we talk about wins, business problems, or general questions, shoot us a message and we will get you in there. Tyler, what is going on Sunday afternoon? Yes, it is. I've, I had something that I was going to say when we started this, but I completely forgot. But, you know, just another day. Got my weekend. Oh, I've been making some personal personal content. I need you to make sure that I'm not a bitch. And I just posted to the feed. I was just talking to my one buddy and he was saying the same thing. He's like, just do it. No one cares. And I just need to get over it and just just do it. <laughs> you having a mental hurdle that you don't want to post it because you think people are going to judge it or what? I think so. I think yeah, I think it's judge, judgment, fear of judgment, maybe. We'll just post that shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll do it after this. All right. That's what I like to hear. Tyler, uh, what's new for you besides the personal content? Yeah, that's I, that's one thing that I really want to start pursuing more. And I think I said it on last episode or one of, I, I'm pretty sure it was a previous episode I said it on. I, I, I'd really like to get sponsored by someone, Ironman or for my training for Ironman or marathons because it can be expensive. And yeah, so I was making my one video today and that was one of the things that I said in it. I was like, Running shoes can be expensive, but I put in the notes, uh, notice anything new. And then that was like the first thing you said before we actually hopped on to call. And I'm like, damn. So I was hoping I was going to be able to say that, say that. But as you can see, got the beats on, which only means one thing. We finally landed our first client. And if you guys have, yeah, if you guys are avid listeners of the show, you know, Tyler has been hounding about those beats for the last, <laughs> God, I don't even know how long, probably over two months, months. maybe. It's been months. <laughs> How does it feel? How does it feel with brand new beats in your ears? Feels pretty good. I I'm actually really excited to go to the gym now. Like before, I was like, okay, yeah, I get to go to the gym. Now it's like, fuck yeah, I get to go to the gym, and that's like everything that at least for the past week I've had them for maybe a couple of days now. And since I've had them, I've I've been looking forward to going to the gym. And whenever it's like the day after or like the day before, it's like afternoon or evening i'm like fuck yeah i get to go to the gym get to listen to my beats and it's gonna be a good good time just discovered music i see <laughs> like, I mean, man this is a crazy world yeah it, it's different it's a different ball game when you're working out with headphones on and got actually good headphones too so it, it definitely beats the the typical music that the gym plays so we're over here we're chilling what was your deciding factor between getting beats and getting airpod pros I already have AirPods, but AirPod Pros. I don't know. I think I, I don't know. I wanted Beats. I had Beats before. I think these are somewhat made for exercise, so I wanted to go with those. And I already have AirPods. Trying just getting some different. Fair, fair. But you're enjoying them. That's good. It's good to hear. Oh yeah, loving them. Yes sir. Yes Did, sir. What's so, going on with you? So getting that first client, I suppose. Before you go to me, you can update us on that a little bit. We can't just gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, I connected with a buddy from Tampa and over the past maybe month or so we we've, we've been talking a little bit and even when I was in Tampa we talked a little bit about helping him out and his mom because I think he was helping her out and do it or at least saying he was but he wasn't able to put enough effort into it and he wasn't knowledgeable within that area. And then we ended up connecting. I think a few episodes ago, I talked on it. We met up and I tried to give them as much information as possible. I went through their Google ad account, did a little audit, said, this is what you could do. This is what's working well and all that stuff. So it ended up working out well because I I had in my, I texted him and I said, hey, how's, how's the Google ads going? Were you able to make any of the changes? He said, no, I just haven't really had any time. And then I put in my, Asana board to email his mom and be like, Hey, just seeing how the Google ads are going. Hopefully they're going well, just checking in, seeing how everything's up. But in the meantime, he, 
he ended up reaching back out to me and saying that he doesn't have enough time. He doesn't want to put in the effort to learn a whole new platform and learn how Google ads work. So he's like, would, would it be all right if, or would you be okay with, uh, my mom taking you on as a client. I'm like, 100%, let's do this. So then we ended up connecting and we, I, I'm i coming up, I, like this whole past, I think we, we connected with them on Wednesday. I just got access, I think on Friday. And even before then, I was still doing some work, but like the past like five days, I've been doing so much work, just prepping because we're going to be meeting again this Wednesday. And I'm just going to go over what I did some research on and what I think's, going well with their campaigns, what's going well with their, what's not going well and what we want to do moving forward. I might need uh, access to a few more things on their website and just to access to different analytics and stuff like that. So yeah, I got, got my first client. How does it feel? The first client, that's, that's exciting information there. Does it feel like, are yeah, you pumped? Would, was it, you know, how are you feeling in the moment? Yeah, it, I'm feeling it more now, I think. When I, I, I messaged you this when I was doing it and, or it was a day after, I think. And I was saying that there's, there's glory in the chase. And for this, it didn't seem like there was too much chase for it because I just connected with my buddy and he set me up with his mom and it wasn't a lot of effort on my end where I was like going out hustling, maybe doing like door to door sales or like knocking on people's doors, calling phone calls, doing a bunch of sales calls where it was, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it, would, it fell in my lap, but it somewhat did fall in my lap. But it, there's all that other stuff that happened in the background for it to fall in my lap. So I, I think there's a little bit of discrepancy there with the actual effort that I put in to actually get, gain it. But today when I was actually driving to the gym, I was just thinking about it because I know one of my goals and this just brings me closer to that goal. And I was just thinking, now I have this extra income coming in and now I can start building off that. And this is just, this is just the start. And this is just something that I'm going to be able to work with and be able to build off that. So I think it's starting to hit me more now as opposed to when it first happened. But yeah, I'm definitely feeling pretty excited about that and good moving forward. Hey, it starts with one proud of you. I'm That's glad exactly you can right. finally use those beats. It's exciting times. Starts with one. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you're going to have 50 clients and you're going to be working for yourself. So this is a good stepping point into the old 2024, uh, no longer having a job. Yeah, definitely. This is what, this is also one thing that we were, I was talking to you quite a bit about and I wasn't too sure if I, if I am cheating myself right now, but I technically haven't gotten paid, but I'm on as a client or I will be. So I was just like, do I count it? Do I classify it as, or should I wait until I get paid? But that was one thing that we were talking about. I think it counts. I mean, there's times when I get a client and I send them an invoice and they usually get 30 days to pay it, but technically I still yeah. count them as a client. So, uh, I'll, I'll take it as a win for sure. And you can too. Uh, little update on my end. You mentioned personal content a little bit on posting some personal content. Very good timing because I don't know if you've uh, seen or heard the 505 podcast, but basically it's like a creator podcast with a guy that works for the Lakers. I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast before. Yes. Works for the Lakers yeah. and Loud Luxury. And I was listening to their episode today with Jack Cook. And Jack Cook is a TikToker who daily vlogs on TikTok. And he's at like 665 days or 666 days or something like that. And there's some, there's some part of me and it's been over the, like the last week where I want to do something for like, let's say it's 30 days. I want to commit to doing something because I feel like I haven't been very consistent. I've been working a lot on the business and I haven't been consistent with personal content and the business content. So I want to take a stab. What was coming to my head right away was 30 YouTube videos in 30 days. Seems a little Yikes. bit ridiculous, Yikes. but mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I want, I want to try to do something Something. And it's like, do I want to do short form content? Do I want to do long form content? I don't know what it is yet, but I think I want to figure that out tonight and like start it tomorrow. That's how motive. short form content with you. <sighs> what the thing about short form content though, what am I going to do? That's the thing. Like, is it TikToks or Instagram reels? Is it personal content? Is it I business it content? Both. Make that decision. What do you want to do? Do you want, are you trying to build your personal brand or your business brand? Well, it's always business. Personal brand, I think, comes with it, but... Well, then do business. I'm going to do personal because I want to start per pursuing that a little bit more. I, I've already... So I've already made two videos today. I'm going to schedule one at, or I'm going to post one after this this episode. <laughs> and then 
I'm going to, I got another one for tomorrow that I'm going to post. I don't know if I'll be able to come up with ideas daily, but I do have a couple ideas that I, that is going to be able to keep me working at least consistently for a few months. So I don't know the daily part for me would be a little bit tough, but if you're, if you're going to do it and you want to commit to it, I'll do it with you. And then that'll be a little uh, accountability partner with you. Should we do it? Should we try it for a month, 30 days? Let's, let's do it. All right. Let's do 30 days, short form content. I think it, I don't think it has to be short form content. It has to be some sort of video every day. Is that fair? Cause if you, instead of a short form piece, if I post a YouTube video. Okay. But you know wouldn't you make a short form piece around that? Probably. Yeah. We could just, let's do 30 days short form content. Okay. Let's Starting I, I, <laughs> posting tomorrow or like tomorrow's day one of filming. Cause I haven't filmed anything today and it's one o'clock. I could probably, you, well, you yeah, got lots yeah of time. we got plenty of time. We'll just take a video today. of this. <laughs> we start today. We start today. I, I technically already do post it daily. It, I just don't share it to my feeds, but um, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll share this stuff to my feeds. <laughs> Do the day That's one. the part I'm struggling with. Well, you've had the you've had the day ones going every day for how long? Like two or three months, haven't you? Yeah, it's coming up on three or four months now. I started it at the end of April, so yeah, that's actually today's video actually did pretty well. It didn't get a lot of impressions, but it got a lot of in likes. That that's what I'm interested to see because a lot of the times you could have a really weird engagement rate. So I could have say like one that like. On my marathon training videos, I have over, I think the one I have about 4,500 impressions, but I only have 30 likes on it and it only reached 1,000 people, which is interesting. And then today's video only has 500 impressions, but I think it just passed 100 likes, which is really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. And I don't know. I wonder what they they care about more, those apps. You know, is it impressions? Is it likes? Is it comments? Is it shares? Funny you ask. You didn't really ask, but funny you say, <laughs> because I actually did an episode on this for my other podcast, The Marketing Lab. And the most important metric that I've noticed is watch time. So if, so what I think happens is a lot of people spend a lot of time watching my marathon training video. So that's getting pushed to more people and more people are watching it. So I think watch time is the most important metric. That's why you got to create two second videos where people can't even get through it in two <laughs> seconds. So they got to watch it like 12 times. No, you watch, you, you create like a five second video with like a paragraph of text. Yep, exactly. <laughs> cheat code, cheat code. But yeah, let's yeah. do, let's do 30 days straight. Today is August 6th, uh, September 6th be our last day. And then we'll regroup on September 6th. But how are you going to make your challenge different? Cause you're already doing the same thing. You're just going to keep it rolling. I'm going to do marathon stuff. Mine will, mine will be towards marathon and training. Okay. I'm still going to do day ones, but no one sees day ones except some. So I, I've looked through analytics sometimes and like maybe like five to 15 of my followers will actually see it. But majority of the time, it's not my followers. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll post to my grid. There That's we the go. struggle for me. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. That's uh, big news. All right. You guys are hearing it here first on uh, on the Midnight Entrepreneur. Tyler, I don't think you have any other updates, so I can kind of rip through mine, but finished shooting the documentary last week. One thing I realized when shooting the documentary was those kinds of projects are way more fun than just shooting a regular corporate video or corporate interview or whatever it might be. Like just the the pre-production I went into it, I think I talked about the pre-production, putting the uh, story structure together and shot list and everything. And then having those shots come to life was super cool to see and actually telling those stories. So I want to start doing more of those projects and one actually fell on my plate that we're going to talk about uh, next week when I have a little bit more information on it. But one fell on my plate. It's another documentary type uh, project. But the feeling of creating those is so much more fulfilling than just creating a regular corporate interview. So I don't know if I have to start doing some more spec ads to get more of those pieces coming to me because I'm a firm believer that you get paid for what you shoot. So if I shoot a bunch of sports videos... I'm eventually going to get paid for shooting sports videos. If I do a bunch of travel videos, eventually I'll get paid for doing travel videos. So if I start shooting more of those documentary story form videos, I think more of them will start to come to me uh, in what is it? The law of attraction, something like that. So yeah, that's uh, that's maybe the goal. Come up with some spec ads, start shooting some of those uh, and then rock and roll with that. Other than that update, uh, 2024 update. I was messing around last night. Uh, 
just watching the Jake Paul and Nate Diaz fight. And I was putting a spreadsheet together on uh, the rest of what 2023 is going to look like. And it looks like revenue wise, it's going to be really good. The highest it's been for a five month span. So I'm super excited about that. And I think that five months allows me to create a runway for 2024 to hire a full-time editor or at least a part-time editor. So, Oh boy. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I didn't really realize how much work I was going to have to the end of 2023 because I don't look at it a ton, but I was like, Oh, I wonder what like is coming. And it was, uh, a number way bigger than I thought it was going to be. So pretty excited about, uh, 2024. I'm planning like the, the revenue that's actually coming in. Obviously there's expenses and people I got to pay contractors and other things, but I'm planning for a really low number to have like actually liquid cash in the business to make things happen. And then hopefully things go well where the number's higher. But I like to plan on the lower end and be like, okay, let's just take a small percentage of it and plan with that money. And then if anything comes over that, like let's, you know, I have account for taxes. If I don't know as many taxes as I think I do, we'll just add that money to uh, the runway as well. So pretty excited for 2024. Um, but that's about all the updates I got for, for now. Maybe you should start looking at your financials a little bit more often and then it would motivate you more to go out and try and get new, get new clients or make more money. Yeah. And that's the one thing I was realizing last night. I'm like, I should look at these more because then I was thinking <laughs> like every time I get to finish a job, like I get paid and I'm like, ah, oh, this is mm-hmm. sick. I love getting paid. So, um, yeah. it's cool. It makes me motivated to finish Keeps the lights on. Yeah. Keeps me motivated to finish work. Like I just finished a project yesterday and it's good because you finish the project and you're like, cool, it's about, it's almost finished. And then I can send the last invoice and get paid for that. Um, so yeah, more, more of that. I think I'm going to grind for the next month. Gary V always had this philosophy that August is when everyone slacks and that's where you can really make up ground. Interesting. There's a separation video that Ed Milet talks about. I don't know if he says it every year, but I think it's around the last three months of the year where everyone starts to slack off. It's holiday season or maybe it's just December. And that's the separation season where you're able to separate yourself from the other people because that's when people are slacking off. And that's when you're going to put in the extra work and you're going to get ahead of everyone else. Exactly. Separation season. We're going to take a hold of it. Grab it by the fucking cojones. Let's go. Now I'm going to have to put explicit on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what I'm going to do with one of my goals and maybe adding that in. So it gives me a little vision and clarity is trying to get a sponsor. That's going to be one of my goals, like maybe a shoe brand company or maybe LMNT. I'm just going to start saying it on every podcast episode and make it, make it into a reality. And then we'll be able to play this back and be like, he spoke that into a reality. Manifest. You got to get, you got to pick one of those come and then wear all their shit and then talk about it a bunch. And then they're like, <laughs> fuck these guys love us. He loves us already. Let's yeah. just throw him some gear. Right. Yeah. That's actually one thing that I was talking about when I was with my buddy, when I was saying, I was like, I need to just get over this and not care what other people think. Because if I truly do want to get to that point where I'm sponsored, I'm going to have to post it in front of people. So that's what, that's one thing that I need to do. Damn right. Fuck it. Got to get her going. Yeah. Who cares? Honestly, social media is just like, just like money. It's just a fake thing where it's like, okay, what is it even really? Yeah. Also, you know what else right. I was thinking about? What is it even really? How the fuck does sand turn to glass when it just gets really hot? That doesn't make any sense to me. I've never heard about that before. That's how they make glass. It's glass is sand heated up. Really? Yeah. How do they make it clear? No idea. Sand clear? No idea. <laughs> it's like... You're three, asking the wrong guy, man. It's like 3,360 <laughs> degrees sand turns to glass. How? I don't know, but yeah, I might do some Googling after this. Uh, Tyler, you got anything else before we move into this week's uh, news topic? No, let's move in. Cool. So this week we're going to talk about Walmart. They are now going to begin advertising in their aisles and on their checkout screens and really anywhere they can capitalize in their stores. I think you're saying Walmart has what, 4,700 stores? Yeah. So yeah. America. Yeah. So that's a big advertising opportunity uh, for Walmart. Tyler, what are your thoughts on the whole advertising scheme that Walmart's thrown in. It just seems that everyone has to advertise and that's how everyone's making money. And I don't think it's going to be a bad play and bad move for Walmart. I think people are always going to be shopping there just because 
they're the low cost option and everyone wants to go there and everyone's going to go there for those deals. So I don't think this advertising is going to deter people away from actually shopping there. So I think it's a good move on their end because they got millions of traffic, millions of people of traffic probably daily and they're just going to be capitalizing even more on this is straight. This is nearly straight revenue where, or profit where, all you got to do is set everything up. Once it's all set up, then advertising money comes in and then they're just going to be rolling in even more cash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have the possibility to do it, like if you have it where it's like, wow, we can advertise and just make free money. I don't see why mm-hmm. you shouldn't. Um, and like you said, you know, everything's about advertising and making money these days. And if you're Walmart, you might as well. It's not going to hurt them at all to implement it. I don't think it's directly going to affect the sales in their stores of their actual products. But like you said, it's just free money they're getting from this advertising. I think it could potentially even help them. I didn't go very in-depth with reading this, but it talked about demos and samples and free samples. And it gives you the... So it's similar to Costco. So it you want to incentivize people actually looking at the screens. So it's not just an ad, 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 ad. You want to make it so people are going to actually want to look at it. So they maybe there's special promotions or gives you special deals or there's free samples that you can go and try and it just gives you maybe in this aisle or that aisle or this product or this QR code that you can scan so there you got to incentivize it to actually have people stare at the screens or look at the screens at the same time but I think it could potentially even help them because if that happens it and then they're running like this promo it's like buy five of these get one free and now they're going to be selling even more stuff that someone might not have planned on buying that but they see that and they're all of a sudden hey that's a sweet deal let's get it yeah i agree because when you're shopping at walmart sometimes you don't see the deal until you're standing right in front of the product staring at it but if while i'm walking down an aisle and there's a big screen that has you know buy one get one bag of doritos whatever it is i might detour to the dorito aisle uh, (laughs) and go snag me two bags for the price of one big dorito guy no it's just the first thing i thought of i mean i don't mind them but What's your go-to flavor? I'm a big barbecue chip guy. Oh, or so not Doritos. Cheddar jalapeno. <laughs> so not Doritos. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll eat them. I won't shy down from a bag of Doritos, that's for <laughs> sure. But yeah, they're good. What's in, your uh, favorite Dorito? Brit? What's your favorite Dorito kind? I like the spicy ones. I think they're spicy chili or sweet hot or something hot chili. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Purple bag. That's a good one. I started I started trying that out because I, I never used to be a fan of hot. And then I started trying that out. I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty good. I was also a fan of Cool Ranch at one point. Cool Ranch is criminally that, horrible. You, you think? You don't uh, like ranch? I mean, it's fine, but everyone overhypes Cool Ranch Doritos. I think it's there's never a time Fair. when I'm going to a Dorito aisle, the first one I'm grabbing is Cool Ranch. Never. I'll grab regular Fair. before then. Fair. But hey, I just like own. it because it's different because yeah. I used to always, always do regular. So then I started doing that and I'm, oh, this is, this isn't too bad. So yeah, it's a good change yeah. up here and there when it's like forced on you. It's like, ah, all we got is Cool Ranch. I'm like, <laughs> guess I'll have my couple bags for the year. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, interesting times from Walmart. Exciting to see what's going on there. All these businesses, man, they're just implementing new things. Good for them. A lot of advertising. Exactly. I know Twitter was doing the same thing, but Social media has been doing that for a while too. I think they were changing up how they're going to be advertising on their. Uh, Why did I say Twitter? It's X. I was just going to say. I was just going <laughs> to correct you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I know they switched up how they advertise and where they're placing it and how big it is. So, I mean, everyone, it's all about advertising. I was listening to another podcast. It's a craps podcast. Big craps guy, if you guys don't know from listening to the show, but uh, they talk about, you know, they go to Vegas about once a month, talk about their trips, their experience, and they were going over how Twitter, like they're both super active on Twitter, now branded as X, and they were bitching about it saying uh, they must not be Elon Musk fans because they're like, Twitter used to be one of my favorite platforms until Elon took it over and now it just doesn't, it doesn't make me not if you want to go on the app. Personally, I've seen no differences since Elon's taken over. It hasn't affected right. my life at all. I still see the same right. content. Like, I don't know how he's yep. changing it. People just want a reason to hate him. But right. uh, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, they, they, you can tell their political leanings a little bit. So mm-hmm. you can tell they just want to hate Elon for that. But literally Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it is not 
hasn't changed at all for me. Like I'm still getting the same exact experience. And they were complaining about there's no reason to change the branding. It's literally the same exact product except a different name on it. And I wanted to comment on it because they have a Patreon too. And I wanted to comment and say, the reason he's doing this is because the end goal isn't Twitter. He wants to create X, the everything app, but these two nimwits were too brain dead to understand (laughs) that there's a long-term goal. So they were just bashing on him, and I just saved my breath. And I was like, you know what? I'll just fucking bash him on my own podcast. So here I am doing that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, they just didn't realize I'm like, it's not going to be five years from now. X might be a completely different thing than Twitter. It might be a part of Twitter on there, but it might offer way more different services and things you can do on there. Yeah. Twitter is not going to be a thing anymore. Twitter was a app for 140 characters and that's all Elon really saw it as. So that's why he had to change it to X because he's got to make it into his everything app. Exactly. So I'm excited where Twitter's going to go though. I mean, Elon's always doing fun things, creative things, X. Yeah. Um, And you know what? There's nothing wrong with creating new services, new products and new things for us to use. So no problems on my end. Tyler, you got anything else before we go into this week's topic? Let's roll right in. Cool. So this week we're going to be talking about non-negotiables. I think it's one of Tyler's favorite topics. Uh, I don't know if you can comment on that, but you you are a big advocate of, you know, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it no matter what. You know, if you're fasting, I eat from 11 to 6, whatever the time is. If you're going to wake up at a certain time, you wake up at a certain time. I'm less disciplined with that, so it kind of does go into discipline a little bit. But Tyler, non-negotiables, what do you mean by that when you say non-negotiables? Basically, if you tell yourself you're going to do something or you have specific tasks, they aren't negotiable and you got to get them done. It's not open for debate or modification. If you say you're going to do something, you got to do it. And so that's, you don't that's debate with yourself. yourself. Yeah, it's basically if you tell yourself you're going to do something, it's going out and being honest with yourself. And it builds that trust with yourself. And that also builds confidence. Yeah. And that's one thing where I always tell myself I struggle with this like the night before. It's like, I'm going to do this tomorrow. And I can't like plan for my future self to shoot my past self down where it's like tomorrow I'm going to film two YouTube videos and I'm going to edit one. And then it gets to tomorrow and I'm like, ah, like they're not that important. Like this is more important. So I need to be better at actually I don't know what the word would be, but actually committing to the non-negotiables. And we'll get down to that uh, a little bit later uh, about how you get started and how you can kind of control those thoughts. But Tyler, what are some of your personal and business non-negotiables? I'm definitely more attuned to having better non-negotiables and being better at it myself personally, as opposed to professionally in, in my business. I've But I think it's going to spread into my business at the same time, eventually, just because I think it's a lot of habits and disciplines that I'm building up in the personal realm. So I think it does have a good benefit there. But personally, some of my non-negotiables are gym every day. I'm doing at least a minimum of 45 minutes. I recently, I think it was around at your place, I started adding a 45-minute cardio session in as well. I remember I used to always go for walks in the morning sometimes or go for runs as well. And I think I started doing that. So I got two exercises each 45 minutes, somewhat from 75 hard. I don't drink any alcohol. I drink a lot of water. I don't really have a specific goal, but I'm pretty sure I drink well over a gallon. I just want to drink a lot of water. And that's basically my only liquid that I'll drink. I'll make a smoothie, but that'll have egg whites and almond milk in it. But other than that, I pretty much only drink water and I stretch every single morning. That was one I actually forgot about, but that's, that's something that I've actually had the longest. Uh, it's been one of my ones that I've had the longest. When I was back at school, I was sitting in class and my back and ass, I always talk about it. My back and ass was just hurting. And one day I just, I couldn't even stand. I was just like, fuck, this is bad. So I was like, I, I got to start stretching. So I started stretching. And ever since then, I've been feeling a lot better, still hurts a little bit, but I've been feeling so much better. And that's just one of my things that I have to do every day because I realize how important stretching is. So stretching is one of those non-negotiables for me. What yeah. I, I think I'm getting to the age now where I wake up sometimes in the morning. And I'm like, ah, 
My body's a little bit sore. I don't know what it is, but star stretching or do yoga, something. It's good. I'll have to use my girlfriend's yoga mats in my basement. And it's just every time I go downstairs, it's just laying there. Um, I got s- my yoga room in for you. <laughs> it's true. That's now a podcast room. It's been converted. Um, but yeah, it's it's just sitting in the it's sitting in the living room right now. But definitely could start using that. Uh, yeah, Tyler, you're a little bit better on the non-negotiables. My personal non-negotiables, you know, it's not much. I try to keep a healthy diet just by not eating a crazy amount of sweets. And I started doing that after I got back from Vegas, my second trip. Uh, that was kind of my send off. It's like, I'm going to eat however I want. But now I've been trying to eat a little bit healthier, uh, not having so many sweets, not eating at crazy times of the day, uh, or it's not really the day. It's mainly at like 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Um, but trying to be a little bit better on that. And then just the usual ones, you know, like brush your teeth every day, shower every day, have a regular human normal life routine. Uh, and the one thing that I've been trying to implement more and that I was actually talking about last week, I was going to text you, but I want a routine and I'll do this. I'll maybe do this with the 30 day uh, content challenge we're going to do is wake up every single day at 7 a.m. because there's times when I'm like, okay, I'll wake up at 7, but then I don't really have anything important until 10. So I'll sleep until 7.30 or 7.45, whatever it is. But I told this to my girlfriend last week. I said, I'm going to start doing this. If I don't wake up at 7 or whatever time I say I'm going to wake up, I owe you $15. I'm going to, I have to Venmo you $15. So it's like, okay, it's going to suck. If I don't do it every single day, it's going to cost me four or 500 bucks. Um, but implementing that where there's some sort of something at risk if I don't actually do this because I think that's a very aggressive way to start building habit is to almost punish yourself if you don't do it but Mm -hmm. the previous things I've tried over the years have never lasted so I think it's come down to this as the last resort yeah this is just something that I was talking about in the beginning is being honest with yourself and being truthful and when you lie to yourself it's you start to lose confidence because you don't believe in what you're going to say and what you say to yourself. So one thing I'll say is seven o'clock is not early. You can fucking do it. That's (laughs) not being a bitch. (laughs) I know. Um, And another thing I heard was a couple of Google executives. They're obviously rich. I don't know who it was or if, if they even were executives, but I just know they were at Google well off they made it a non-negotiable that they work out every single day together or maybe like five days a week or whatever it is. And if they don't do it, they owe the other person just a buck. So it's, it's something similar to what you're saying, but there's, there's isn't on a scale to your level. But I think what the, the thing for me that helps me get up in the morning is I actually have stuff to do. So if you plan your morning out and you're like, okay, when I wake up, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And you do that every single morning. It helps you get out of bed because for me, it's wake up, stretch. And then depending on the time that I do wake up is edit my day one video and then head to the gym. If I don't have enough time to edit the day one video, I just head to the gym. So it's, I got this set stuff that I need to do and it just helps me get out of bed a lot easier. So maybe it's just coming up with some stuff. Yeah, I think I try to plan things in the morning because I'm, you know, I'm an avid calendar user, like it's down to the T and I try to plan things for the morning. But one thing I'm starting to realize, and it's taken a, a third person point of view, look at this is that the things I'm planning in the morning aren't super critical. Like it's just admin work where it's like, okay, uh, get your emails ready and do your daily tracking for your cash flow, whatever it is, stuff like that, where it's like, okay, I could technically, I could do that later in the day. It's not going to matter. So I think if I start putting stuff in the morning, that is more critical, like you said, day one videos. So maybe I'll start doing the, um, personal content that we're going to do. I'll edit that from seven to seven 30 or set. I don't want to spend terrible amounts of time on it, but seven to seven 30 or seven to eight, then that'll make me want to wake up in the morning more. And I think one thing that I used to do that was good that I stopped doing, I don't know why I stopped doing it, but when I would uh, charge my phone at night, I would charge it at the other other end of my room and plug it in. So then when I wake up in the morning, I have to get up and walk over to turn it off. So maybe I'll start implementing that in there too. But that's one of the things that I want to start doing. And I think the $1 thing is good with those people you're talking about, but $15 just really, really amps it up. Yeah, that that makes you really hurt a little bit more. So it depends on your pain level. So yeah, I I heard of another app too, where 
your alarm goes off in the morning and you can't shut it off until you scan a barcode of something in your kitchen, which is interesting. I like that. I might need to use that. (laughs) So it's something similar to what you're saying where your phone's on the other side of the room. So maybe you could try that out. Yeah. Because what is it? How many days does it take to create a habit? I mean, they they say all these different numbers. I don't know if there's ever an exact number that it takes. But have you read Atomic Habits? I've I have it. I read like one chapter and then that's when I stopped reading. <laughs> so one thing he says is whenever you're doing I haven't read it, but this is just one thing that I've heard it. Whenever you have say a habit or a discipline that you're trying to build up, if you don't have enough time, this is a little bit different than waking up, but say it's exercising daily, if you don't have enough time to do your daily 30 minute exercise, it's better to do it for five minutes than to not do it at all because then that becomes acceptable. So for you waking up at seven and then if you sleep until say 7.05, that now becomes acceptable. So it's coming back to the episode, non-negotiable. It's seven o'clock, no later. And we're going to implement it starting tomorrow morning. I don't, I don't Let's know about go. weekends though. How do you do weekends? Cause I don't, I do enjoy Just sleeping do it, in on the weekends, man. It, it, it's changing your behaviors because if you're going out and partying every weekend and you're going out and staying out till two o'clock or you just suck it up, wake up at seven and then you can have a nap at noon. That's true. I could do that. And it's not really more so like going out and partying. It's just like there's times when I have a fire in my backyard, listen to some music, whatever. Because I found yeah. that like when I wake up at seven, I got to go to bed 12, 12 o'clock at the latest. Yeah. Uh, cause I try to get a full eight hours. If I don't have eight hours, my day fucking sucks. But yeah, um, that's, that's kind of the main thing. And we'll give you some updates as this week or not this week, but this month goes by, uh, but that, and then the only other personal, uh, negotiable, non-negotiable I have is the three dudes podcast, which it's with two other guys. Same with this podcast. That's a business non-negotiable that we do every week. And it's easy to have those when you have someone else that is involved. So the other podcast, there's two other people involved. Partners. Yeah. Go. And then this one, obviously there's uh, you involved. So it's hard to be like, oh, we're not going to film this week. And it's like, what the fuck, man? So, I mean, if you have right. those people that you actually have to answer to, I think that's why I would like to also have an office because I think if I had an office mm-hmm. and there's other people going in there and other people were there at eight o'clock, I'm not going to roll mm-hmm. in at eight 45. I'm not going to roll in at nine mm-hmm. 15. So that's the example. Exactly. That's the one thing about working from home. That's a little bit hard. It's your stuff's just right. It's right around the corner. So you don't really need to wake up, (laughs) but you do. Um, But yeah, Tyler, what do you have for some business non-negotiables? Did you mention those at all? I didn't. I, I struggle with that right now, especially since I'm just starting out. But one of the things that I do is my weekly podcast. I asked you what my frequency should be. And you said just weekly. And I think that's a good starting point if I'm able to maintain that, if I'm able to build up and go more, then I will do that in the future. But as of right now, I just have that weekly podcast that I do consistently. Um, Maybe now that I have a client, there's going to be something attached to that. I know we're going to be meeting quarterly. So, I mean, that's a little bit long scale or big macro picture where it's one meeting per quarter. But maybe it's just spending a certain amount of time in her Google Ads account every week or whatever it is. So I know I have other stuff that I want to do, say, create other core pages, more blogs, YouTube videos. I'm slacking with big time right now. Maybe I'll make some later today. I got some time. We'll see. But I just need to get better at business and figure out what exactly I need. Maybe I I do it on a bigger scale, on a weekly scale. So maybe it's like one YouTube video per week, one podcast per week, one blog per week. And then I just roll with that. I think that might be a good starting point. I just thought of another podcast idea when you were saying that is maybe we can talk about something where it always feels overwhelming because there's so many things to do and so many things you can do. There's short form content, there's YouTube, there's podcasting, there's photos, like regular posts, there's stories, there's tweets. There's so much stuff. Whereas maybe we can have a podcast episode where we talk about picking certain things and being okay with letting some, uh, take a back seat to the ones that you're working on. That might be interesting. You'll have to explain that later, but yeah. 
That's that's pretty much what I got for business. I, I'm struggling a little bit there, but what do you got for business? Uh, I don't do a ton business-wise, so non-negotiables for businesses. Uh, I really like to prep each day, like in the morning, and maybe I'll start doing that the night before. I, I used to do it on Sundays where I'd prep the whole week, but then things would get so messy. So maybe I'll implement that again where Sundays I'll at least have a plan and then giving myself more breaks. That's one thing I didn't do where it's I would just schedule the day from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I didn't give myself a lunch break or I didn't give myself a 15 minute breather here or there. So implementing those things in, I think, allows me to actually get through the day without getting to two o'clock and being like, fuck this schedule. I'll do whatever I want the rest of the day. So (laughs) doing that um, and then, yeah, I really like to plan the morning. And then the only other business thing is really uh, the business podcast with you. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like we might need to get a little bit better on that. <laughs> yep, we'll work on that. Yep, we'll work on that. We'll we'll get that uh, get those cranking and give you guys a little update. Tyler, how would you say people can get started on some of these non negotiables? I think if you are struggling with it, maybe just starting small and going from there. You said how how to get how to get started, right? Yep. Yeah, I think just starting small and just go from there. Maybe just just choosing one thing that you're going to add to your non-negotiables and then building off that. And like I was saying, I'm really good personally. And I think long term, it's going to bleed it over into my business. And it's going to have like the habits and disciplines that I built up personally. It's going to flow into the business. So I think if if you don't have a business or if you are working start to start a business or you have a business and you don't have any of the non-negotiables, I think maybe you could start with personal. Cause honestly I find personal is the easiest to do. It's like stretch every morning. How, like how hard is that? It, you, you carve out 20 minutes when you first wake up in the morning, that's the 20 minutes that you might lay in bed, scrolling on your phone on Instagram or TikTok. It's something that's extremely easy to just do. And then you just do that every single day. And then once you're able to build up that, then maybe you can branch off and create more other habits or other disciplines, other non-negotiables that you can add to it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think if you start small, I really like that piece of advice. If you start there, you can almost have a domino effect. I'm sure everyone's heard of the credit card uh, snowfall payment method, where if you have a bunch of credit card debt, you pay the smallest one off. And then once you pay that one off, you move into the bigger one, a bigger one. It almost creates that giant snowball effect. And the same Mm -hmm. thing applies for these habits and non-negotiables, where if you tell yourself, maybe it's something every single day, I'm going to do a face routine, whatever it is. So you wake up in the morning and you do your little face thing, and then you put on some eye serum or something. That's your thing. And that's super small, takes four minutes, but then maybe that leads into, okay, now I'm going to do something else. You know, now I'm going to make myself a full breakfast every morning. Okay. I'm just throwing out examples or maybe it's like after I do my face routine, I'm going to go for a 15 minute run. So starting with those small, easy tasks and then moving into using that snowball effect into the bigger ones, I think is a fantastic place to start. I admittedly struggle with that, but we're going to be working on it. I think this is similar to what you just said, but habit stacking. So if you say you brush your teeth twice a day and then you also need to do something else twice a day, say take multivitamins, you have to take multivitamins in twice a day. So what you end up doing, you put your multivitamin with your toothbrush so you don't have to think about it. So it's every time you brush your teeth in your morning, you also take your multivitamin. And every time you brush your teeth at night, you also take your multivitamin. So it's just... adding it into something that you already do daily. So maybe you want to do 10 push-ups. Oh, that 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 was another I forget if it was James Clear or someone else. I think it was someone else. He talked about where every time he goes to the bathroom, he does 10 push-ups. Really? It's like a, yeah, it's like a non-negotiable form. So it's every time he goes to the bathroom, he has to do like a minimum of 10 push-ups. He can do 20, he can do 30, but he has to do a minimum of 10. So it's just interesting. So I think that's similar to habit stacking. He's about to shit his pants. He's like, I got to do these push-ups. <laughs> Maybe there's like a, a lenient uh, that he allows himself. He can do it after, yeah. not before. But One, yeah, that, two. <laughs> that, yeah, that'd be brutal. That'd be good. Uh, the next thing you got in your notes here, Tyler, is that other people might say, okay, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. I saw a video of a Navy SEAL teacher. I don't know what they're called. 
what are the people that like teach the people what basic training, whatever it is. But he says, don't quit today, quit tomorrow. And he would tell himself that mm-hmm. every single day. Don't mm-hmm. quit today. Just don't do it today. Just quit tomorrow. And then tomorrow yeah. never really comes. So it goes right. with the same thing. If you tell yourself, I'll just do it tomorrow. Tomorrow never really comes because then you can keep saying that. So do right. it today. Tyler's day one videos. I always like the saying uh, day one or one day, you know, you're either going to today's going to be day one or one day. will I'll do it one day, you know, so right. just do it now. Uh, it's like the two minute rule when you're picking things up. Like if I'm like, ah, if any task that I need to do takes under two minutes, I'll do it right now. If I got to take out the right. garbage, do it right now. Don't do it later. If it takes under two minutes, just do it now. Yeah, I like that. That's something similar to what I believe it was Ed Milet's dad would say is all he's got to do is stay sober for one more day. And if he can do that one more day, that one more day just keeps going and going and going and going. It's very similar to what you just said. So I, I do like that too. Don't but drink yeah, today. Drink tomorrow. Is all in the con- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> success is all in the consistency. If you're able to stick with it over a period of time, that's, that's how you get ahead because everyone else is saying, oh, I'll start it tomorrow. I can do it later. Whereas if you're doing it today, separate yourself, separation season. Exactly. I That's actually perfect timing because the podcast I was talking about earlier in the episode uh, with the 505 podcast, he's been doing the daily vlogs for like 665 days or something like that. And he said when he Separated first started, himself. he wasn't making any brand deals or anything. And now he said his income is strictly brand deals and that's his whole entire job. So it literally took him less than two years to now have a full-time income just by doing these daily vlogs on TikTok. So it's pretty crazy to think about what consistency can do. Exactly. And I was actually just looking through YouTube and all the subscribers that I subscribe to because I want to get back into YouTube as well. Man, so much stuff. But I want to get back into YouTube. And I was looking through a lot of the people that was starting out at the same time as me. And I went to their profiles to see if they were still working. I was just like, damn, not a lot of people are still there. And then the the few people that you do see that are still there, they're doing pretty good. Yeah. So it's all in the consistency. That's one thing. If you can have one skill or one thing you really focus on, I think it's consistency. No matter how shitty you are or how good you are. You gotta cons- <laughs> but at the same time, you got to consistently work to get better at the same time. Yeah, but even if you're really good and you're not consistent, it's hard, you know? True. I might be really yeah. good at videos, but if I'm not consistent making them, it's, it's a hodgepodge all over the place. It's true. So it's, you need a little bit of both. Exactly. Give and take, push and pull. Yep, exactly. Tyler, you got anything else on non-negotiables? I think that was a good, pretty good rundown of it. Yeah, I feel like that was pretty good. Just don't negotiate with yourself. Go out there and do the shit that you say you're going to do. Yeah, who's going to carry the boats and the logs? <laughs> I love it. Did I send you, do I ever send you those videos? <laughs> uh, you haven't sent me one in a while. You used to send me them though. And I'd send them back to you. I haven't seen one in a while though. Did you see the one where the guy's running on the streets and he's got a barbell on his back? He's like, I think he says, who's going to carry the boats and the logs? And he's like running down the street with like a hundred pounds on his back on a barbell. <laughs> I love that. I love that quote. I always think about to myself when I'm like, I really don't want to do this. I think about that one. And then, uh, burn the ships one. Have you heard that? Mm. It's like you burn the, sh- you say it a lot. Yeah. If you burn the ships, like if you're crossing the ocean, you get to this new piece of land and you burn the ship. So there's no way to go back now. You're, you're stuck right. there. So those are, those are the two I kind of fall back on, but Tyler, this week's uh, business idea, I think it's on you. (laughs) Yeah. There's a, yeah, it it is on me. There's another one that I always think of when I'm running and I always say to myself, because I'm, I'm closing in on the end of my run and I, so say my run's got to be 45 minutes, maybe 50 minutes because I have a route for 45. So if it's got to be 50 (laughs) minutes and I'm closing in on the route and I, there's like a short way and a long way. And I'm like, and I think to myself, what would David Goggins do? <laughs> w- I go a long way. <laughs> WWGDGD. What would David yeah. Goggins do? Yeah, I, uh, I got the I got the acronym in my head too. I'm like, what would David Goggins do? And I always I always go a long way. That's uh, Joe Rogan always has this thing he mentions where he tells himself he pictures what would I be doing right now if there's a documentary crew following me mm-hmm. around filming my mm-hmm. life? Like, would I go lay in bed and would I watch YouTube for an hour? Probably right. not. So that's a, that's right. another, that's another good one. I like to think about. Maybe, maybe we should just put like a camera up there or something and just live stream it 24 seven. Yeah. And then you can do it in your office and then it's like, okay, now I got to get, get shit done. And then People it's like, you're probably going to, 
Right. You're, you're going to, your phone, your phone screen time is probably going to go down a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I'm gonna be like, ah, let's turn this live off. Let's go on TikTok a little bit. <laughs> right. Uh, cool. All right. Tyler business idea this week. What do you got for us? So I'm assuming this already exists, but I was just thinking about it because I do enjoy cooking a little bit and my dad's a little fussy and he likes, and I like to think of cooking as a form of art and the way the chef presents it and prepares it. That's a form of art They're They, they spent their years crafting and creating and they made it a specific way to taste a certain way and season in a specific way. So it's a form of art. So it's going to be your standard restaurant, but everything's going to be homemade like back in the kitchen or whatever. And, and I was thinking about it because the other day they were using ketchup and I'm like, what if you made your own sauce and then you put it on everything? Because that's another part of the art. So it's like you're creating all this different stuff and then what you're going to do, you're going to vertically integrate it and you're going to sell your own sauces. You're going to sell your own spices. You're going to create your own. So it's just creating more stuff attached to the restaurant business. So uh, I know this probably does exist. I was just thinking, I I do enjoy cooking quite a bit. Um, So I I just thought it would be a pretty cool idea to add that as an additional line into, and then whenever you're serving different stuff, say you got like burger, you got a special sauce that you put on that shit. And then maybe you're making your, your, beef patties you got specific seasonings that you put in it and then you're just selling that off as a a one one off stuff and then like you're making on the side as well so i think it's just like an additional income source yeah so people like if you're running a restaurant you got you know tyler's favorite sauce people really like that burger they can also buy the sauce that goes on that burger to make it at home or whatever it might be exactly yeah that the seasonings i don't know really what else may um Maybe, maybe you could even have it because I know we're in a little, a lot of a digital world. Maybe it could just be like a downloadable asset to collect emails, but you have specific, what is it called? Uh, ah, what, uh, when you're making something and, uh, the ingredients and you're like making recipe, like, yeah, a recipe, maybe you have all these recipes and then they could download it. And then say you got like specific milkshakes that people love or specific. I don't know what else you can make. Maybe your fries are off the off the charts and there's a specific recipe that you use to make for it. And then you can just have that maybe either as a one-off, like maybe it's like $5 and you can get all of our recipes or you can download it and then it collects your email and then it's just like a vertical. I'm, I'm just trying to, I, I like it. I'm just kind of riff. I yeah, like it because I was in Vegas and Hash House Go-Go is a, it's a breakfast restaurant. They say it's one of the best on the strip and I went there and got a, banana brown sugar pancake and it, i swear to god oh, this is the greatest pancake i've ever had in my life and i came back to minot and i tried to find a recipe online and i made it and mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly like it was pretty good the one i made here but it wasn't uh what it was in vegas so if there was something where i could have gotten their recipe oh 100 yeah. percent. or if they're or if they have like a, ba- a batter that you could use that you could buy from them i don't know it'd probably only be yeah. like a week lifespan so something like that just an additional product that a restaurant could sell but would it water down people going to the restaurant i don't think so though oh no i don't think so because at the same time people like to go out and they don't like to cook and do dishes there's the added benefit of going to restaurants yeah no i agree i like the idea i like it add a little income to uh to the restaurant business. Tyler, anything else? I got three and a half minutes before I'm going to have to restart this camera and I don't want to really restart it again. So got anything else for us? All set. All set. Cool. That's episode 50 of the Midnight Entrepreneur. If you have any questions you'd like us to cover or answer, email us at themidnightentrepreneur at gmail.com. If you found value in this content or found this entertaining, share this with a friend or post it on your story. If you really enjoyed the show, we'd love a rating and a review wherever you're listening. Talk to you guys next week for another episode of the Midnight Entrepreneur. The ones who say you can't are too afraid you will. Nike.